Hi, everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and for many years I did live radio. Then I transitioned to the podcast world where I feel I found my home. I love talking about spiritual formation, justice issues, and spiritual practices. Throw in the Enneagram, movies, and current events from time to time, and that's what you get on the podcast. I'm glad you've come along for the ride. Welcome to Faith Conversations. Welcome to Faith Conversations, everyone. I am super excited about my guests. Yes, guests, plural. Because um, usually I just have one person on, uh, every once in a while, a couple of people. But I've got three people here, and I'm so excited because they um, were uh, along with me for many years um, on a radio show that uh, I was a part of called Midday Connection. And we, I mean, we were in the trenches day in and day out for so long. So Melinda Schmidt, Lori Neff, and Mark Bretta are here. And for those of you who weren't familiar with Midday Connection, you're getting um, a little view into my old world, which was amazing and fun. And, uh, <laughs> and for those of you who know these voices and faces, then um, you're going to, this is a treat and I know you're going to enjoy it uh, especially. So welcome everybody. Hi. Hey, it's so good to be here. Here we are, amazing and fun. <laughs> As usual, That's nothing's hilarious. changed in seven years. <laughs> oh, has it been has it been that long? Six? I thought it'd been six, but maybe six well, and a half. Six and a half. Gonna be seven in yeah, okay. May. You're right. Yeah, wow. Time flies. Hey, but who's counting? But we don't yeah. track that data at all. <laughs> no, no <laughs> not at all. Well, hey, um, give a quick recap of where everyone is and whatever you want to say. Um, Lori, we'll start with you, um, where you are right now. Yeah, well, um, I am in Westmont, Illinois right now. Um, <laughs> and you just recently had, uh, a, um, you recently had a title change at your work, too. Yes. A promotion. Yeah. So I didn't stray very far from Chicago, Illinois, which is where we were based with our radio program um, that we did together. Um, I just moved out into the suburbs and joined the fantastic team. Not as fantastic as you all, of course, <laughs> but um, the fantastic team at Introverse Press. Um, just such a, a high quality group of people, smart and creative and um, a bit more quiet than we were, I will say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, okay. um, but such a great baby. Yeah. So I've been there for six years, um, celebrated six years, um, uh, early, this month, April. Um, I don't know what month you're doing this podcast and uh, putting it out into the world, but yeah. So, um, Yes, I'm. A, I started. I was hired as marketing manager, and um, I was recently promoted as senior marketing manager. Which is, I'll tell you what, it it has been so affirming. It has yeah. been more meaningful than I. I like. I didn't think I. I wasn't fishing for a promotion or anything, um, or or expecting it. But it is so affirming to be recognized for what I bring to a place. Oh. It's just so Yay. good. It's so good. Does, Wonderful. 
good things to my soul. So anyway, good people at InterVarsity, yes. good people at IVP yeah. Yeah, and good sure. books. Yes. I know podcast Wonder- listeners know I talked to a ton of InterVarsity Press yeah. authors. <laughs> so that's great. Yes. So, yeah, so that's, you know, um, a work from home, um, part-time, part-time in the office, travel yeah. a lot. I'm in Houston tomorrow for a conference and engaged in the community here in Westmont, kind of finding my way. So that's, nice. that's kind of where I am now. Always Thanks. learning, trying new things. Cool. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Um, Melinda, let's pop over to you. Where do you find yourself okay. uh, these days? Um, Okay, well, I, in 2017, started working at Wheaton College Graduate School, and I don't know if you, well, I know you felt this way, Laura, you, you've learned a whole new skill set. Yes. You know, building on what you know, but when mm-hmm. I took the job at the grad school, I was like, oh my gosh, this is all stuff Lori used to do. <laughs> I have total respect in reverse. <laughs> But I, um, I really loved working with the people there and the students. And yes, I, I did a bunch of stuff I never dreamed I could learn to do, including an Excel spreadsheet, Lori. Awesome. Sort of, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And then in January of 2021, Dave and I moved to Southern California, which um, it had kind of been a dream of mine. It was my parents came out here in the eighties and we liked it out here. Um, it was COVID surge and the houses we looked at, they said, oh, there's 39 people ahead of you. Literally, I'm not making that up, offering something and you have to offer more than they're asking and write a letter and tell why you want to live there and all that. We were in Chicago and like I said, COVID surge. So we bought a beautiful place in Palm Desert, which was available and slipped in there. Uh, the desert's hot, you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, <laughs> but it's really hot. <laughs> and didn't have a great airport for Dave's business. It kind of shut down half the year. Um, it was really kind of more touristy driven. So we moved into an apartment here in Newport Coast four weeks ago. And um, so let's see. Oh, also in Palm Desert, I worked at a place called the Fountains at the Carlotta. It's a watermark property. And I was a concierge at the front desk. And I had to you know, along with the others that did the same job there. It was part-time. I managed like ambulances coming in and work orders and all kinds of details up at the front desk. Really loved working with the residents and the associates there. And it was really a great job. Um, so I had to leave that. And now I'm just here unpacking in Newport Coast with Dave. Nice. Nice. Wow. All right. And on to Mark Bretta. What are you up to these days? Wow. It's funny. Like, so same thing timeline wise after um, we all left, I jumped into free. I mean, I've been doing freelance all along and now I'm a full-time freelancer. And so I've been involved with different podcasts, different radio shows, um, doing websites for people. It's been um, just a plethora of different, different odd jobs, and some of them still pretty regular. And thankfully, you know, hashtag blessed <laughs> as to like my situation. <laughs> but um, and then also the one thing, Melinda, when you were talking about the things of learning new of learning new things, I am also a publicist, um, helping a, a firm out in Nashville. 
And all of these jobs I actually had while I was still living in Chicago. And I used to say, I'm still getting used to, to not saying it, that I'm splitting my time between Chicago and Nashville. <laughs> but I think I've pretty much settled into Nashville. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I do go home every, go to Chicago every, um, probably it was originally every quarter, but it's probably now every six months is now the trend. Okay. But, um, but yeah, but as far as, um, the non-production, you know, I did production for our show. Um, the new side was being a publicist, which, you know, at least we've had um, encounters with publicists because of the nature of what we did. So it's kind of funny to be on the other side of it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad to understand both sides now. So it's been an interesting uh, learning curve, quick learning, thankfully. But uh, yeah, so audio production, publicity, and uh, that's mainly what I've been doing for at least the past year. I've been here in Nashville for a little over a year now, which is still surreal to me. Wow. Mm. I couldn't put a time frame on it. So that's interesting. Wow. Uh, so in light of that, maybe so we're going to do something that we used to do on our old radio show. It was called the Milrose Club. It was a it was a program we did every Friday where. Uh, we would have four people on air and every person would bring a question and we would spend time answering each person's question over the course of our, you know, 55 minutes together because uh, it was live radio. So we had 55 or 54, 30, however long the show was, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, so we we each have brought a question today. We we loved this format. I And I've missed this format. And so when we we decided we would get together and try this, um, again, or put one of these out into the, um, into the world. And so Melinda, why don't we start with your, um, question? Okay. Well, um, I'm looking backwards. Here's my question. We're, I, this is how I framed it. We're coming up on seven years since we last worked together. What are some things you would go back and tell yourself for that difficult time when we disbanded is the word I chose. (laughs) Um, because we, we left in 2015, actually we're kind of shown the door in 2015. And I'm wondering what you would pass along to your former you. Um, if you know, you were still, if it was May of 2015. So I, I don't know, after I started thinking about this, I thought, oh, this is kind of depressing to think about because <laughs> that was a hard time. It was a shocking time. It happened very suddenly and, um, gosh, we were just family and, kind of like a built-in small group every day meeting together and uh, heavily invested in midday connection as well. And it was really um, soul work, I would say, not a job. So anyway, I'll go first. Um, Let's see. I, one thing I, I said was I would tell myself that you'll make it. But I started thinking about it and it was like, what, who wants to hear that? When you're going through something hard, you know, you don't want to hear, you'll make it, you know, but that's just, it's just the stuff, you know, when you're going further down the road, I guess. Um, okay. I wrote down, um, I wish I could have told myself back then, cause I've learned this. Don't expect everyone to get how you feel. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to understand mm-hmm. the grief. Don't ask them to. Um, this is kind of hard for me. Um, a former guest, I won't name, um, said to me in that time, oh, now you can do whatever you want. And I thought I am doing what I want. 
and what I've always dreamed of. Then another person said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I am being who I wanted to be. And thank you. I am grown up. Um, you know, others, a coworker's wife said, well, you don't want to get bitter. She's like, very like, it's an emergency here. You got to show up and do this all spiritually perfectly. Um, I was really grateful for our listeners empathy. They were the hugest blessing ever. And we're all nodding at that. Um, something that what, yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Something that wasn't helpful was people saying God still has great things for you. Yeah, I was going to say that was that one part of the listening group did say that a lot. And that wasn't really helpful. The yeah. other part was all yeah. empathetic Nobody and wonderful. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So wonderful. Um, and then um, I guess just, you know, some people you can't expect people to get a contemplative journey, I guess. You know, um, we were really telling a story. Like I spoke at a woman's retreat after that. And I really bombed because the majority of the people just didn't get my story and just felt like I was mad that I got let go. But a few understood and called me and wanted to get together afterwards and share stories. But, you know, my faith and my explanation was moving on and it wasn't for the masses anymore. Mm. Um, Okay, another thing I wrote down uh, as I jotted down some notes, have, you know, have grace for those who can't empathize. That's been a learning curve. Um, I would say, I think something I wish I would have known uh, or done was to take crazy action. But I don't know if in that moment you have the energy for that, right? I, I mean, that's why I feel like answering this question, at least for me, was like, well, that's because you've learned this stuff since then, you know? Um, but I wish I would have been maybe more daring. I was so in the rhythm of work. I didn't really know what else to do. I commuted downtown. I worked at kind of a specialty job of Christian radio. I know Anita, the, an area station in the, Chicago, uh, in the Chicago area, you know, was kind of thinking of doing something with us that didn't work out. You know, I had a friend who kind of bemoaned that I still needed a big platform and still had things to say and do for God. But I just couldn't have been any farther away from that, you know, in the moment. So, um, I don't know. I, I guess I wish I would have had the energy to think outside the box, but, um, I think some people maybe are better at that, but I, I don't know. I was, I didn't, but I wish I would have been more daring. And then I guess the last thing is what I kind of started out with, you know, it'll be okay. You'll survive. But again, you don't want to hear that when you're not feeling well <laughs> or you're grieving. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about who, somebody else? who else has something like, boom, it's right on the tip of your tongue. Feel free. Well, well, funny. I, oh, go ahead, Laura. You go first. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. So I was just thinking, even right toward the end, Melinda, when you were talking about, um, you know, the, when people think you, you could do better, do greater things, whether, and it, maybe they were even thinking in the realm of what we already do. And I mean, I struggled with this while we were working there, but it, it, I think it's not to find my identity in what I did because then I felt like when I lost that, then I couldn't do anything else. Or I felt like I had to find something within that realm because quote unquote, people knew who I was, who we were, 
mm-hmm. our names are associated with a with a show or with a radio and it's you know even though it was it's not as big as like the entertainment industry we kind of were in that it was public and so yeah it was yes very public facing and so for people to recognize me for that and to and to realize wow that part's gone and then to realize it is going to be okay but I wasn't going to know that at that point in time yeah and I don't know that you know like you said I don't know that that would have helped at that moment nothing would have helped at that moment (laughs) yeah really and so you know but I'm glad for the growth um that came out of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah how about you Lori yeah I was thinking something somewhat similar um I I came away um from our previous work, <laughs> um, just recognizing more deeply that what we had was really special. Mm-hmm. Um, it was unique that um, that kind of work that we did and that kind of connection that we had with each other. It's not something that's ever going to be replaced. I really don't think. I don't think it ever will be. Um, and so that's worth grieving. And, and so I think like, I don't know, I was, I think I tried to hold on to that longer. Yeah. Hmm. I I don't know. It it was just, I mean, and we still have a friendship and, and that's good. It's, it's different. It just is. Um, because we no longer see each other every day. Um, but, uh, another thing I was thinking is kind of what you were saying, Mark, how about obscurity, you know, I, I felt like I was finally kind of embracing, okay, I'm a public figure. I'm on the radio. I'm becoming a bit more comfortable with that idea. And frankly, it is freaking awesome <laughs> to be recognized. <laughs> have people say, Ooh, you work in radio. What's that like? Whereas when I told, when I started to tell people I work at IVP and I'm in marketing, they like walk away. (laughs) 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 They're just like marketing. Oh no, you're one of those people. And so I just, I loved having a job that people wanted to know about and were really interested in. It was like an instant conversation starter. And, and so that's a loss too. Um, so I think there's something in there. I wish I could have prepared myself for those kinds of losses that it's not just a job, but it's so much, it was so much of my identity and, um, and it was a loss and it was fun. And, um, okay. Hey, Lori, what say again, a first thing you said, like you said you were holding on and you had to know when to let go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just holding on to, um, I think, yeah, where was I going with that? Because I don't know if that whole thing is true. But I, but I think there is something like I, I, I didn't want anything to change. And Mm, so I kept, mm -hmm. my mind was busy trying to come up with, with like, okay, what's the next thing that includes Mm -hmm. all four of us? And, you know, it just made sense to me at that time that we would do something next together. And, um, and then Anita moves to Florida and then, um, you know, Melinda gets a job, um, somewhere, um, you know, at Wheaton and then Mark, um, 
you know, gets rolling with his freelance stuff. And so I think I felt, I felt a little, uh, disoriented in yes. this moving on and what mm-hmm. this what this next step for me looks like yeah. so again I don't know it's like all really really good stuff in the end but like you said Melinda I couldn't have heard that then no, no way I mean I would have told myself girl you there's so there's such a better thing out there for you like seriously you're gonna thrive in what's next but I couldn't have heard that I no. was too afraid and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And there's a place for that sadness, I think. Yeah. Right. There was it, a, it was a grieving experience. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time, Lori, even like that first couple of years, there was this phrase you always said, whether you said it on purpose or not, that there's something innate in us that we want to be heard and known mm-hmm. and seen. Mm-hmm. And I still there's still part of that like always sticks with me mm-hmm. and then that's because of that identity piece yeah but finding that place to still have that that good feeling and that joy without having it have to be radio or yeah. or fame quote unquote you know mm-hmm. and so it's it's been it's been a journey and it's been kind of cool to find that space mm-hmm. how about you anita well, it's so interesting listening to everyone. And I think as I've listened, I've thought of our different personalities and how we've all um, flowed even in a direction of how we're wired, you know, even our responses and which makes so much sense. And, and I think mm-hmm. my grief was later coming because I don't get in touch with my own personal feelings immediately. It always takes me longer to get there. And so I think my grief was maybe a little bit longer in coming. Um, I took a job. My next job uh, was at Northern Seminary, and it wasn't for very long. And honestly, I'll tell you, Lori said something to me. I don't even know if you remember. Things were starting to, and I love Northern and what they do. They do great things. But things were starting to go south for me there within the first few months. And Lori, you said to me, well, you know, you don't have to stay at the next job for 30 years. Cause I'd been at my old job for 31 years. I will never forget that. I looked up and I said, you're right. And I think Did it was I within a few weeks I resigned. Wow. Oh, and I, it was so freeing. I'm like, you're right. I don't, I'm done with this. You I'm did the daring thing this way. I've been there, done that not going to happen again. <laughs> and it was so good. Um, That's good. So I think mm. what I would tell my self you know, what I know today. And of course, again, what I know today, I couldn't have told myself this, but um, be free, enjoy the freedom of what happens next. Enjoy the new freedom you have, even though this might hurt. And I actually, we had no idea, but like a year and a half later here, we were in Sarasota, Florida, and no one had ever heard of Midday Connection and few people where I landed at church had heard of Moody radio <laughs> and, yeah. and it felt actually in the moment, fantastic. Like, uh, wow, this really can be a whole new turning over a whole new leaf. <laughs> but I, but I think that was the piece. Just enjoy your freedom, expand, let life become more expansive, but I couldn't have heard that then. Mm-hmm. And it's more really what happened and 
how my life unfolded that made me feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't see it then at all. So what would have been helpful for you all? I'm, that's what I'm thinking now. It's like all the stuff that I'm saying, I would say to myself, not helpful. So, <laughs> I, okay. I just wanted people to say, I am so sorry. Yeah. This yeah. is really hard mm-hmm. and it's not fair. And, you know, and we did, and there was some of that, I guess I didn't realize how much I needed more of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and no one trying to fix which I think is typical. I, man, I do Mm -hmm. it. I try and fix someone else's, like, you know, just be with them. Yeah. And some of it too was, I wanted to hear those things from certain people and it never came, you know, Mm. Mm. that's a good point, Mark. Mm-hmm. I think like grief, it just turns into a lot of the learning that even we're talking about here. It's more of a discovery of, you know, you've gone like to, through that threshold into a new land, like David White, the poet says, for which you do not know the language. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, it's, I don't know, Lori, what can, what do you think, Lori? Mm-hmm. You asked, you followed up. Did you anything come to mind or? I don't know, just yeah, hearing hearing you all talk, I, I think one of the most helpful things that people said to me, um, they would, ref, uh, as I'm about to say this, I'm realizing this was actually a little stressful too, but people would, would tell me, oh, you're, you know, here's something that I see in you that you're good at, or, mm-hmm. or, or, or a characteristic that I appreciate about you. I saw a life coach for a time in there and having her like help identify some of my strengths or, um, but, but not just like what I produce, but like who I am. Um, because I was like, how do I connect, uh, my strengths with the job? And Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I, I didn't need more of that, but I needed more of like, um, this is a, I don't know you're delightful to be with or I don't know, you know, it's like, just, just like baseline stuff like that. I I think I just needed to hear some of that. And like, I have value. I have value in this world beyond my productivity. I think that's, Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. You know what? Maybe it would have been good to build on that, Lori, to have gone through a profile or some sort of coaching or testing like that, that just said, Hey, you don't have this anymore, but you have this and it's you. Yeah. And that could have been, kind of hopeful and helpful I think I I really like that and it's also something kind of neutral it's not like emotion or processing it's just kind of like you know take you know going through maybe a a testing or assessment of some kind and that that could have been cool that could have been very good I I like that yeah you know I'm also aware that um I was at a stage in life Melinda you probably too where we did not have to find another big full-time job. Now, salary-wise, it would have been nice leading up to, you know, helping the social security (laughs) eventually that comes. But, but, um, you know, I thought about you, Lori and Mark, who were younger and had to. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I I really always felt there's this additional pressure um, on you because of that. Mm -hmm. And, and yet is God there and 
in the midst of all of that, yes, but I, but I felt that and I thought about that a lot more. Um, provision. Provi- yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of the other things, For Mike has said this to me a lot and, and I didn't, buy it for the longest time, but I really feel it now that he he would say, so my world in this got smaller. What I did, everything for us was based on numbers, big numbers. We had a lot of people listening. The people that I talk to now, podcast wise and classes that I teach, those are smaller numbers. And Mike would say, I think these are in spiritual direction. Again, you know, that's not going to be zillions of people, he would say, I think this is your time of greatest impact. And I would be like, "Eh." Mm. and Mm. I feel that way now, but it took me a while. I'm like, how can that be? And I just realized it's never about numbers. It's, it's not at all. It's something totally different. And I think I have a very different outlook than I did, but it took me quite a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm working on, um, I'm really intrigued by Henry Nowen, and I'm working on mm-hmm. a couple books that IVP is getting ready to publish. It's um, based on Henry Nowen's um, work um, with L'Arche, which is a community um, with developmentally or physically um, disabled people who live together. And so he left like this prominent, this prestigious position in academia and he moved to be one-on-one with um, a severely um, disabled man to be his companion and I don't know hearing you say Anita that you know these may be some of your most um, what did you say fulfilling most impactful impactful it just immediately made me think of Henry um, now and, and how he would, he would so often point to that time with that man, which like nobody saw what he did as he bathed this man, fed right. him and just, you know, spent time with him. But the lessons learned and um, the mutuality of um, yeah. right. that relationship, so powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, yeah. I love, I love that you brought that up. I feel like I'm kind of trying to lean into that a little bit more. That's a good connection. I don't know, but yeah. I like that. Well, I think it's that sense that um, the work we've put out into the world is one thing, but our day-to-day relationships, Mm -hmm. I think are much more where it's at. Yeah. And that's smaller, less, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. I think it's, you can't see it. You can't put numbers on that really right. yeah yeah mm-hmm. well wow we've been talking this is awesome <laughs> what a surprise this is shock right i think we probably got time for just one more of our four questions which means we need to do this again that's what i'm here to say mm-hmm. <laughs> um, good. a lot of fun this um oh it's so good to hear everyone's thoughts and to just be reminded of what a thoughtful group this is as well. I'm loving that. Um, where, where should yeah. we go? What's a good one to go to um, for our, for our final question. question? Well, we've got, um, so what did you say, Lori? Why don't you um, present your question? What are, oh, okay. Thank you. All right. 
Uh, yeah, maybe it'll, that'll probably be good. They'll take us out. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what is bringing you joy right now? You know, we've looked, we've looked at the past and, um, and some of that, some of where we've come from. And I was thinking about the fact that, I mean, we know what the world is looking like right now. It is, um, not in a great place as we look at the war in Ukraine. And, um, I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people are on ourselves included probably on pins and needles watching that play out. And there are plenty of other things that we could mention as well. So, I mean, how do we grab some joy? What, what's bringing you joy right now? Even while there are some tough things going on in the world, even our own worlds. What would you say? And what would you say, Anita? For me, uh, my answer is creativity and beauty. Um, flowers, uh, last summer I started going to regularly to a garden here in Sarasota. And I just love taking pictures of flowers and I started getting all my art stuff out. When Mike and I moved, we never have fights. We had a fight about me bringing my art stuff to Sarasota. There were all these bins and he said, we don't have any room in our pods. I'm like, I will find room there. We don't have any room. I will find room. And we squished them in somebody else helped me squish them in. And I didn't touch them for five years or four and a half. I didn't touch them. And I kept thinking, Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe Mike was right. Mike was right. Mike was no, Mike wasn't right. I finally pulled them out and they have brought me so much joy, all kinds of creative things. So that's, what's bringing me joy. So, uh, Melinda, what about you? Wonderful. Um, well, it's kind of a hard question. We have lived in five places in a year and a few months. Um, you know, learned a lot in the desert, but it wasn't for us. Um, moved here four weeks ago and five days after we moved in, we had to put our beloved 11 year old Pippa to sleep. Mm. And, um, then we got sick, (laughs) got colds. I got stomach. So you know, it's, 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 that's a hard question for me to answer. It's not been a, an easy journey. It was following my dream, but the dream wasn't a slam dunk. Mm. And so I am kind of shocked about all of that. And then shocked about our, our Pippa. Mm. Um, but I, I guess it, at the very least, I would say, I thank God a lot that I'm in a temperate climate. And our apartment looks out over a park, which in Orange County, California, it's crammed together here. Who gets to live backed up to a park? And across the street from our development is a park. We're really at a quiet spot of um, this area um, in Newport Coast. So um, that brings me joy. I'm glad to have relief from that. And it's a beautiful place. Um, It's in which to kind of catch our breath and think about what's next. And we have trees all around us. Our place is super sunny. So um, beautiful walking area. I guess that's bringing me joy. Nice. Uh, Mark, what about you? Well, it's funny. It's an, it's a, I like the lightness of the question, even though my answer is probably going to be a little complex. Um, Cause it's, it's funny in recent, I don't know, maybe the last couple of years, I, there's a part of me that feels like I'm just coasting. So I'm not depressed or sad. 
but I'm also not like exuberantly like mm. expressive about happiness and joy. So there, there's a part of it that's like I'm thankful to be where I'm at just because all the doors were open to make this move down south. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm thankful that everything is working out generally, you know, the way you kind of want it to. Um, but I don't know if it was, you know, I don't know if it was the COVID thing or if it's just the things going on in the world. And, and some of that can be distant to me um, because there is a lot of, of things happening even close. You know, like my brother had COVID last year, like bad like almost lost him type of thing you know and I had to I had to like process feelings through that Mm -hmm. like that's probably the strongest part where I felt a little bit of emotion where everything else has just been like hunky-dory like happy-go-lucky every day is nice the weather's great you know new 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 page uh with the move and so yeah, so it's funny because it's. I feel like it's still an ongoing question mm. for me, and and whether or not I'm feeling that it's is it pockets of things or is there something that's a constant? And I I don't know that I fully know that answer yet. Like my immediate answer would be so. So I moved south with um one of my best friends and and really even more so. Like no discredit to to them, but even just for the kids. And so even when I have those pockets of time that I could be with the kids, Mm -hmm. then I can find joy in that. Um, Even, you know, just from not having to work during those times, you know, Mm -hmm. but, you know, so it's, I think it's an ongoing discovery for me because I don't know, like if I'm at a hundred percent yet. And so it's just little things along the way that I'm trying to be grateful for. I get that. Totally. And, And one of the things I thought about too both with you, Mark and Melinda, um, compared to my answer, we've been in this space for five and a half years now. Mm. So my answer in the first two years was what's bringing you joy. I don't know. Cause I'm kind of depressed and I am struggling to make friends and, but mm-hmm. five and a half years down the road, I have a different answer. So I, mm-hmm. I hear mm. that in the two of you in a very different place. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean, I get it. Mm. I'm curious, Lori, what, um, what you'll say. Yeah, well, I think right now what's bringing me joy, um, relates a little bit to that. I, so it's, so we moved here five years ago, five, six years ago, and it's been a really lonely time for me. Mm -hmm. Um, church has been not a great place to make friends. I mean, it's fine. We have some acquaintance there and, you know, our neighbors are great and I don't know, it's just, it's been hard to like meet people and make friends and then the pandemic, you know, (laughs) Oh, that, but Mm -hmm. yeah, but like all of a sudden these, um, these opportunities are popping up. I, I had brunch with two women from my gym. (laughs) So much fun. And, um, I'm taking this class in my community for firefighting and I'm <laughs> friends in there. So and, cool. and like all these things are, it's, um, it's the right thing at the right time. You know, it's like, um, I, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm, I'm like actually putting down roots in, in this place that I have landed and, 
that feels good. I, I feel a little bit of ownership, you know, when I drive, I live close to the fire stations, whatever I drive by, I'm like, oh, I totally know people in there. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's fun. And it, it does bring me a lot of joy to make those connections because man, I have been so lonely and, and missing conversations like these. Um, that that's been a huge loss for me. You know, I have great friends at work. Um, but yeah, you guys can't be replaced. <laughs> so anyway, it's, um, yeah, those new connections are bringing me a lot of joy. Yeah. Well, and, and one I of the loved everybody's answers. Oh, I know. <laughs> but one of the things you said, Lori made me think too, about our, you know, this, our old job, part of what helped bring great content out on the air was sitting around and having these conversations. This was a part of our work. And man, do I miss that? I, you, you said it. I'm like, that's what I was looking for when I moved here. Well, yeah. How do I, I, you know, invite someone for coffee to see if there's some potential, how do they measure up to you guys? That's (laughs) what it was, you know, this level of, and kind of conversation. Am I going to, where, when, how am I going to find this? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. This has been great. <sighs> Good timing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Glad I came to work today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, and I'm also thinking of people listening who, you know, maybe you didn't never heard midday connection when we were together. Um, uh, and then those of you that did and are more familiar with our, our joint story here, um, I know there's something in this conversation for anyone that's listening to it because uh, sad to say, but truthfully, we all have loss. I mean, loss is a part of life. I wish it wasn't, but loss is a part of life. Guaranteed you have um, resonated with something or many things that were said today. And also I, I would love to hear from people. Um, I'd love to hear if you enjoyed this, enjoyed a little touch of the Milrose format, even though we only got to two questions today, that's okay. Um, I wanted to do a little intro at the the beginning, but if you could email producer at anitalustria.com and just give your thoughts, did you enjoy this? Would you like to hear this again? Um, I might vote for us. I know. I'm like, I might listen to that or I just might do it regardless. (laughs) Right. We would love to do it. I mean, I would love to do this regularly. That's super selfish, but holy smokes, what a treat to be together with you all. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank you. Any parting words? Yeah. Thank you so much. I took notes. I love it. Of course you did. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Just such good stuff. Thank you for being yourselves and and being authentic. And I think that's what I have always appreciated about this team. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Preach. Wow. And as always, I mean, we had a great conversation here, but I always tell people to keep the conversation going. So maybe take something from this and go talk to a friend. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye. 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 Yeah.